y'all welcome back i am so excited right now because i just got home from a long weekend i don't know if you guys have noticed but i am noticing at least that pretty much every long weekend that includes other people people specifically you haven't seen in a minute there are there are patterns every long weekend seems to unfold similarly and and here's what i mean at least with regards to the first night that everyone is there, or at least the first night that most everyone is there, everybody goes so hard. The, the, the drinks flow so much more on the first night than the second night. Like, I don't know what the math is, but I'm willing to bet it's, it's a 30% or greater drop-off from night one to night two. And I get it. It's how it goes. We all haven't seen each other. Whoever we happens to be in this context, it's you and your friends, or you and your family, if your family drinks, whoever it is that you haven't seen in a while, and we've all been looking forward to it, so we've been texting each other, and that's fun too, something I noticed too. The run-up, say the, say the vacation's four weekends away. Somebody will usually text something like, oh, only one month to go, and there's a little bit of response. And the closer you get, with every passing day, the more and more active, whatever the group chat for this group happens to be, it just gets so much more active and positive and can't wait. Woo, y'all can already taste the pina coladas or whatever it is you drink. doesn't matter. The, the, the energy gets bigger and bigger. There really is something that, that it builds. It's, it's like a, I mean, it, you got to plan stuff out, especially nowadays. The idea of getting a group of people, any group of people together, for any activity beyond just a regular routine of just going to school or work or picking up your kids or soccer practice or whatever it is, what, you know, whatever your normal routine is, you know, selling heroin to the mayor's kid, you know, whatever, whatever your normal routine is. But getting people together nowadays, and maybe it's always been this way, but nowadays it's so hard. We're all so busy. We're all so booked in advance. We are all, at least right now, even though I just got done with a three-day weekend or whatever, I still have another trip coming up in like three weeks and then I've got a work trip the week after that. So like it, everybody has stuff. I'm not special. We all have, we're all like this. So like there is a, you, you really do have to plant a seed and you got to get everybody together. And there's a lot of work involved and they, there's a lot of you know, details to nail down. Then once you get them nailed down, then there's that lull. You know, we got, we got the hotel, we got the tickets to whatever the thing we're doing. We got everything planned and then there's a lull. And then the closer you get, everybody starts to get excited and everybody starts to start texting and all that. And then boom, day one, specifically night one is here. Shots, baby. Making mixed drinks a little stronger than you normally might. Why? I don't know. That's the crazy thing. If I had just normally taken a normal, you know, a normal vodka soda or whatever it is you drink, your normal beer or whatever normal it is, that plus the people I wanted to see equals a good time. Just, whoever it is you're seeing, just having now we finally it's here. We you know we made it past however many weeks or months or whatever it is we've been waiting. We're here. Your normal level, your normal level of inebriation plus hey we made it, we did it, we're all here. That equals a good time. Or or so I assume, as I've never once done that. No matter what, every time without fail, I, it's an extra, like, it's not necessarily always like double it, like, oh, dude, all triple shots, woo, but it's always more, always. I don't know what that, I mean, I know what it is. It's excitement and you, you, you want to add to the moment. You want to make the moment even better than it could be or even better than it would have been or all the things, but like the moment is the fact that we're together. And I can only say that in the, with the benefit of hindsight, having just done it all because we all woke up day two morning to whatever hurting and so night two 
is way lower key. <laughs> you know, like night one, we're staying up, playing card games, we're shooting the shit, telling all the stories, what's new, what's what drama's going on. Of course, it's family drama if it's a family trip, but even if it's not family drama, like, all right, here's one. Even a, a work thing, a work gathering that I think I talked about briefly on this, but uh, I'm not going to name any names. Don't worry. Everyone's safe. Nobody had more than two drinks, obviously. Obviously. But even on a work thing, recently we had a bunch of the salespeople and the, the logistics people and all the people and the managers and everybody got together. And we'd planned it for weeks. And even in the internal like emails and slacks and stuff, everybody's getting excited. And a couple days before, there's a lot of chatter in the day of. There's certainly a lot of chatter. And the night one... Everybody went hard. And, you know, again, just a plausible deniability. I'm not talking about any of my coworkers, obviously. Somebody else's coworkers went so hard that they couldn't find their hotel room. Went so hard that they ended up sitting in the lobby waiting for anyone else that they happened to know to wander in, to follow them up to the right floor to go knock on doors to find his or her wife or husband's, you know, spousal that was already in the room. <gasps> Again, none of my coworkers, of course not. Anybody listening that happens to be from DWC, we would never act like that, especially anybody that I work with now then. But it's true. Night one, we went so hard that certain people couldn't even find their hotel rooms, even though we were all in the same hotel. Night one, people went so hard that there were there was there was a little bit of puke in the in, in, in the parking lot. Don't worry about it. You know, we're not I'm not judging. I'm not judging. But then night two, we all went back out together as a group, and I think everybody left around like 9:30. You know, maybe 10 o'clock. Night one was 2 a.m. Night two didn't even see midnight. What is that? I mean, again, I know what it is. I'm not even necessarily asking for like an answer here, but like we all know what that is. Why do we all continue to do it? Because in theory. I mean, just, just for straight math, if night one, everybody stays up till 2 a.m., and then night two, everybody passes out by like 9.30, that's a, you know, there's what, 9.30, there's about a five-ish, five-and-a-half-hour window. If night one, everybody stayed up till 11.30, and night two, everybody stayed up until 11.30, that equates to the same amount of hangout time. Actually, it might have lost an hour of the math, but you know what I mean? If you spend the same amount of time together, sober on your feet, not sober, but at least on your feet, you know, conscious... Technically, wouldn't that be more fun? But that would require planning and effort and uh, you know self-restraint, which obviously I don't have. And as it turns out, anyone I hang out with, they don't have either. Apparently, <laughs> nobody I know does because we all do this. The, the first night, and I noticed this because uh, recently, in fact, even the work trip. In fact, I mean, there's probably true. Every, somebody showed up night two on this, this most recent one and was raring to go. Wanted to play card games. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I don't have it. None of us do. And in the same way that on this uh, this you know recent work trip that was about you know month, month and a half ago or whatever, that one person didn't get to come out night one and night two showed up raring to go, energy and all that. And I was just like, dude, that's sorry. None of us have it to match you. And you could. I mean, we, we, we being everyone alive and anyone that's ever hung out, like you could go slightly less hard night one and then go just as hard night two and, and extend the party. And have more like, because I mean, it, I don't know if this is necessarily true or, or it's, it's, it's kind of a harsh thought. I'll admit this out loud, but the, the most fun is had like midnight to two ish. If you can make it there still with enough energy and still with enough wherewithal to actually, you know, be more or less upright midnight 
to two is the most fun. I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying downtown at bars is fun midnight to two. I mean, if we've made it back to the hotel or we're at a friend's house and now, you know, the smaller group that has made it this long that are all, you know, destroyed, that are all functional alcoholics or, or whatever your inebriation is, that we're all, we're all a bit better at doing whatever it is we do, drugs, including alcohol, whatever that your drug, you know, tobacco, alcohol, obviously, America's number one most conservative podcast, obviously, of course. <gasps> We're all better at being fucked up. So the ones that are all fucked up that Matt lasted a little bit longer, that's the most fun moment. Of course, the entirety of the weekend, this you know, is most recent weekend. I had fun every second of every day. But the last few moments when everyone, the, the ones that passed out early passed out, and the ones that are still up are still up. Those moments are the best moments. Those are the cherry on top of the Sunday that was the debauchery <laughs> day of or whatever. You know, like it's even true because this specifically this weekend, it's even true. Uh, night one, we went hard. And then day one, we went on the boat, but it was like pretty sluggish. Night two, we didn't go as hard. And then day two on the boat was better. We did more. We actually did skiing. We actually did like you know, stuff as opposed to just like we parked somewhere day one and just tried to nurse our hangovers <laughs> until we all had plenty enough to drink and then we're fine. Not a driver. Thank you again, driver. Uh, but again, there's just like a, it's a pattern that is so obviously going to be repeated for the rest of my life. I don't know that even like, I don't know how I would even go about convincing some of my friends like, Hey guys, let's, let's not go hard tonight. That way we can go hard tomorrow. Well, why, what are we waiting on? Why wouldn't we? Well, because that way we have more, you know, time and energy and nah. night one is like, if you're planning a group thing, everyone pretty much knows night one is the stupid night. It just is. It, I don't know why. We, I, I am incapable of holding out. But if, if I'm showing up, I'm going to, I'm going to go hard from the minute. Like, and maybe that's what it is. It, it, the reason that it's so hard to plan these things is because everybody's so busy and because everybody's so busy, we want to make the full, you know, we want to make the most out of every second we get. And if this vacation, if I get, you know, 72 hours, I'm going hard minute one, even if that means on the 71st hour, I'm gassed. I would rather be gassed on the 71st hour than still have plenty in the tank with only a few hours to go and then it's too late. You know, like I can't imagine, I can't even imagine purposefully not going hard night one. I can't imagine purposefully holding off for some moment later that you don't even know is necessarily going to come because everybody else might be exhausted. And not to take a a huge religious left turn, but that's true in life, y'all. Not having fun and purposely holding yourself back for, for hope that there's some eternal reward later. You don't know that for sure. And this wasn't a plan. I wasn't planning on going God talk here, y'all. But we're here, so let's do it. The same idea that if you have a three-day weekend, go hard night one. Don't hurt nobody, you know. I'm fucking obviously, you're not, I'm not saying go hard enough that you crash your car. I'm not saying go hard enough that you, you know, run over somebody's cat. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying if you're in Vegas, you go hard that you, you know, punch a dealer. Don't do that, obviously. But don't ever do any of those things. All of those things I said shouldn't even have to be said. But I'm going to say them because America's number one most conservative podcast. You get it. You understand what we're saying. We all on the same page. You know what I'm saying. But for real. In the same way that I would hate. I, w- I w- hate. I don't know if that's the word. But I would regret. Leaving whatever the thing was, you and your friends, your old frat buddies or sorority sisters or you and your whatever group you're in, if you purposefully held back day one and maybe even held back day two all for the hopes that day three and four were going to be some giant thing, it's a risk. It's a gamble at the end of it is you're trading fun for the potential of more fun, but you don't know if it's only potential. It's only in theory is it fun. It's only potentially. And that's the same thing with life. 
And again, don't murder anybody. Obviously, I'm not saying any cardinal sins, if you want to even choose to believe in sin. Any of the big ones, any of the, you know, the, obviously the big boys, don't cheat on your spouse, don't murder nobody, don't, you know, obviously all those things. Don't do those. But the idea that you're holding back on fun in the attempts that it's going to buy you better fun later, you don't, you don't know that better fun's coming. And it's nothing personal. You might know. You might be sitting there thinking, I know for sure I'm right about whatever it is. You know, probably believe in Vishnu. And that's cool. Good for you. A lot of people do. And you're probably, if anybody's right, it's the Vishnu people. Here, I said it. You're probably, if you're sitting there 100% certain that, that not drinking now equals more fun later, then good for you, man. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not telling you there's anything wrong with that. But I do know it's a sure bet that it's fun now. <laughs> it's a it's a guarantee that right right now if it, it's a guarantee that night one if you and all your friends are going hard that going hard right then and there is a certainty it's fun and i admit it i did go hard night one and i was having a friggin blast up to the point when i was like oh my word i gotta pass out before i vomit and that's a different thing altogether but anyways same with life you know, and I was younger, I went really hard. And even days like today where I don't go hard. I mean, and that's what's sad. Like, again, going hard for anyone that might think that if we're doing any more than having a few drinks and playing a card game, like that's basically what we did. It's actually a really fun game called Play Nine. And I hate golf, but this is like a golf simulation sort of a thing. It doesn't matter. It was a fun card game. That's going hard to me. It's just having an extra few drinks, maybe a little extra, <laughs> and having a good time and then going to bed. Like, we sat on their patio for the majority of it. I stared at the lake. And the stars, and that's going hard. But you know, I had I had more drinks than I would have had it been a Thursday night at my house because now it's a Friday night at the lake house, and that's you know you go hard. And I guess life is kind of that way too. Go hard when you're in your twenties. Have fun. You make mistakes, not kill and you don't hurt anybody, but make mistakes that you wake up feeling like you know you regret having had that last shot of Jaeger. That's fine. Do that because purposely not having that shot of Jaeger in the hopes that there's a divine betterness coming later. I mean, look, maybe there is. And far be it for me to tell you anything about anything, because you know I don't know shit. But it's a certainty that it's fun now. <laughs> and it's not necessarily fun later. But, hey, hey, here's something I'll tell you, though. I went real hard night, too. And, jeez, this is so sad. Real hard. I got to stop using that as a metaphor, because, it, again, it implies that I'm cooler or, or even as hard as, as you might think I am. I'm not. When I said I went hard day two, I just meant I drank more than normal. And then I ended up eating more than normal. And they uh, were very kind hosts. These people were with. They're great people. They have kids that are our kids' age. And so they bought a 20-pack of croissants for breakfast Sunday morning. I I went ahead and ate 12 of those croissants around 1 (laughs) a.m. Guys, that's a mistake. Uh, Especially for your boys, he's gluten-free, so I'll spare you all the details. But I literally woke up around 4.30 a.m. thinking I was going to die, thinking my stomach was going to explode end of scene but you get what i'm saying maybe it's not worth going hard now had i waited and then not done that and got something better later that would have been the right choice so clearly clearly go hard but but wait but don't wait because you never know but no one is probably safer you got what i'm saying thank y'all for listening i really do appreciate it every time as much as i could say it you're awesome and we'll see you next week